Electrolyte water seemed to be pretty much everywhere these days. And now electrolyte powders that you mix into drinks are popping up more and more. So this begs the question, are they worth the hype? Can getting in extra electrolytes really help how you feel, think, or even influence whether you're hungry or not? We brought back registered dietitian Amanda Nybert to help us sift back from fiction. Let's dive in. So Carolyn, you and I have both been trying out electrolyte waters and not just like the smart water or that other brand that's got the black swipe on it where they it's like plain water with electrolytes added like we've been trying the flavor yes that you add yes yeah. so I feel like you have been doing the powders a lot longer than I have I kind of got into that um liquid IV mm-hmm. but couldn't do it when I was fasting yeah and then I got introduced to LMNT, and now You're hooked. I'm hooked. Well, honestly, I got into the powders. I like to use the Ultima powder, which we'll talk about, mainly because it was an alternative to just plain water, even yeah. just plain electrolyte water. It was added some flavor, and it didn't break your fast, and it really kind of seemed in some mysterious way to really like help with hunger. Like I had a, you know, have a water bottle of electrolyte powder that's mixed with water and like, I'm good to go for hours. Whereas previously, like 30 minutes ago, I'd felt like I was starving or like my blood sugar was getting low. Yeah. So I think more than anything, it's kind of perplexed us as dietitians because you, you hear in our training, you hear, oh, you get plenty of electrolytes from the food you eat, unless you're an endurance athlete or something. Right. So we've been trying to find, we've just been trying to look into it more. And I think we knew we had to go to an expert. And so I'm so glad we called on Amanda Nybert, who we're going to bring on in a second, because she really is one of the most knowledgeable people in this area when it comes to fasting as well as electrolytes. And she really simplified everything for us yeah she also gives us a really great um recipe mm-hmm. her for electrolyte recipe water. for supercharged water yeah. yeah yeah let me read amanda's bio because she is pretty impressive and then we'll bring her on how's that sound perfect all right so amanda nybert is a registered dietitian specializing in weight loss nutrition Her passion and purpose is to empower others to break the all-or-nothing mindset and find sustainable change for long-term weight loss success. She presented this powerful message on the TEDx stage in March of 2021. She has 20 years of knowledge and experience under her belt. She provides upper-level nutrition education and support to everyone she works with. With her custom lean program, range of coaching services, and multiple shop offerings, she has cultivated a brand that focuses on giving participants the leading tools and resources to help reach the best version of themselves. Amanda's goal is to provide the most current, cutting-edge nutritional techniques that not only provide results, but are also sustainable for life. And really, I think that last line she absolutely delivers on. So, let's bring her on. Yeah. Amanda. It is so good to have you back. The last time you were on the podcast, I mean, it has been to date like one of, if not the most popular episode that our listeners uh, have, you know, I guess downloaded, listened to all those statistics that we look at. So, so, so grateful that you gave us the time. 
uh, today to talk about electrolytes. Um, I, I have to say that Carolyn was the one who turned me on to the idea of electrolytes because I feel like I was a little old school and I was like, I don't know, I can get that through food. That's what we were taught. Exactly. Oh, yeah. You don't need Gatorade unless you're an endurance athlete or exercising in hot climates. You get it through food, you know. Exactly. But it was fasting. And I think I got into it a little more or maybe a little earlier than you because I got into fasting, got interested in that a little right before you did. Before I did, yeah. And it was during fasting, probably when I was doing some of Amanda's um, programs, where I remember people saying, oh, drink some electrolyte water. You know, and as a dietitian, the thing I hate people saying is like, oh, drink some water, you won't be hungry. And so that's what I was taking it as. And so I was like, I, you know, I hate people telling me, just drink water, you won't be hungry. Because when you're truly hungry, that does not help, you know. Yeah. But um, people kept saying, get electrolyte water. It makes a, it's a game changer, you know. Try some electrolyte powders. And I did when I was fasting. It's night and day difference. It really I, is. And I, I have, I've been perplexed, and so have you. Like, you don't feel that hunger. You feel good, like. What is going on? Which made us both ask, okay, there's more to electrolytes than we than we know or talked about or that we were trained in. So we really wanted to get you on since you were um, kind of one of those experts in fasting, definitely. But also you talk a lot about electrolytes within your programs. And I think that's great. Yeah, I saw, we'll link it in the show notes. And then I promise we'll give you a chance to talk, Amanda. We, we saw, I saw the, re, I think it was a reel that you did on Instagram. You had been away for a few days and you had not had your electrolyte water and you were talking about how you were feeling. And then you showed everybody how you made your electrolyte water. So um, I don't know if that's a good place to start. If you want to talk about like the power of drinking electrolytes or. Um, yeah, let's. Let's dive into all of it. You know, um, intermittent fasting is just such a hot topic over the last, you know, really four to five years. A lot of people are um, utilizing this kind of uh, lifestyle tool in their, you know, daily um, uh, habits. And what I've seen, uh, you know, over time is that when people try to fast without the support of electrolytes, you feel like crap. You know, I think a lot of people, like you mentioned, you know, think that they get adequate electrolytes from the foods they eat. But in reality, because of soil depletion, because of our lack of, you know, quality food, variety, plant diversity, we're just not getting the sodium, potassium, chloride, calcium, magnesium, phosphate, and bicarbonate that we need on a daily basis. And so, um, a lot of people will come to me and say, Amanda, I've tried a, you know, 14 hour fast. I've tried a 16 hour fast. And it's like, if I wake up in the morning and I don't eat, I feel lightheaded. I have brain fog. I'm super irritable. Um, I have, you know, irregular heartbeats, um, headaches. And what they think is it's their blood sugar dropping. It's like, I need carbohydrates, but in reality, they just need sodium, potassium, and magnesium, you know, to really support the fast. And so incorporating electrolytes, I believe kind of all day long is really, really powerful um, just to kind of help you feel your absolute best. So 
there's kind of two big reasons why you need to supplement electrolytes in a fasted state. You know, number one is typically we do get electrolytes through food. So when you're fasting, you're not eating food. So where are your electrolytes coming from? They're not. And we do have very small electrolyte stores in our body, um, but they're pretty rapidly depleted. And once you get into that kind of depletion mode, which is what you'll feel in the morning, you know, when you wake up uh, first thing in the morning, most people are already in a 12 hour fast. They're you know, 14 hours into their fast and, and those electrolyte stores are gone. And so that's when the body's kind of looking for more. And if you don't support the, you know, need for those electrolytes, that's when all of those, you know, kind of negative symptoms come about. So number one, it's the lack of food. Number two is um, the really powerful hormone insulin. So insulin works in kind of two different ways. When we have high levels of insulin in our body, it forces the kidneys to retain sodium. So it actually tells the kidneys store salt. And this is why people with type two diabetes, people with insulin resistance, um, people with you know, excess you know, weight, that they tend to be more salt sensitive because high levels of insulin cause you to retain sodium. But when your insulin levels drop, it triggers the, it tells your kidneys to deplete your sodium levels. So in a fasted state, you basically have zero insulin on board. I mean, that's one of the benefits of fasting is that insulin regulation. And so when your insulin levels are super low, it's signaling to the kidneys to release sodium. And so we lose more sodium um, output in that fasted state. So here we have, we don't have electrolytes coming in, from food, plus we have specifically salt going out in a larger dose, which creates this electrolyte imbalance. Um, and again, like I mentioned, you know, when your electrolytes are out of whack, um, you feel really tired, your cravings increase, you have headaches, uh, brain fog, confusion, muscle weakness, you know, you just don't feel great. And a lot of those mirror what you know, low blood sugar. Absolutely, you know, yes. so, and it And it really feels like low blood sugar. I can attest. Yeah. Uh, <clears throat> so, one of, well, I want you to tell us what you do in terms of, like, what, how you ha make your electrolyte water. Um, but one of my big questions is that a lot of electrolyte, supplements often come with some type of sweetener. Now, it's typically a no-calorie sweetener, but you've talked to us before about how some people, even taking a, you know, a no-calorie sweetener, whether it's an artificial sweetener or a plant-based sweetener or whatever it is, um, substitute, how I, I know the terms are very specific and I'm using them interchangeably, but nevertheless, like, can you talk a little bit about how some people are more sensitive than others or kind of how you navigate that um, in for people? Yeah, so, you know, here's the thing. I mean, also we can talk about there is an issue with, so what are the things that create electrolyte imbalance? All right, excessive sweating, um, obviously illness like vomiting and diarrhea, um, but also the overconsumption of plain water. 
can make your um, electrolytes imbalance. I mean, there is such a thing as dying of drinking too much water. And it basically comes down to the fact that you dilute your electrolytes to the point where, you know, your body can't function, your muscles can't contract, your heart can't beat. And, you know, that's very detrimental. So when we think about fasting, what is what do we do in a fasted state? I mean, we can't eat. So a lot of people are just sitting here chugging water mm-hmm. in order to, you know, extend your fast. Um, and on the flip side, you know, I hear from my clients all the time where they say they go to their doctor and their doctor's like, you know, eat less, exercise more, drink a ton of water. Well, if you drink a ton of plain water, I promise you, you're going to feel like crap. Again, because it really dilutes all of these powerful um, electrolytes. And that's why, you know, I tell my clients, drink electrolytes all day, every day. You know, it's really hard to get too many electrolytes. So when we're talking about in a fasted state, um, you know, what's going to break your fast? And obviously there's a lot of uh, camps that, um, you know, have something to say about this. But you're right. You know, you definitely want to look for a non calorie electrolyte, you know, one that's calorie free or extremely low calorie. Um, And electrolytes vary in terms of, you know, um, there are electrolytes, say like Ultima or the LMNT that have, you know, zero to five calories. They're sweetened with stevia, um, which is an all natural non-caloric sweetener. Mm -hmm. And then there's uh, really popular electrolytes like liquid IV, um, that you see a lot of influencers promoting, which are the first ingredient is sugar. Yeah. So they're loaded with sugar, they're loaded with calories. So that's a type of electrolyte that you're not going to want to consume in a fasted state because that will essentially break your fast. Right. Um, whereas a low calorie, non caloric electrolyte like Ultima or LMNT will not break your fast. Um, when we talk about artificial sweeteners, there's kind of two camps. I mean, obviously you have your artificial sweeteners, which are like um, aspartame, you know, sweet and low, equal, Splenda, sucralose, all of those things. And then you have your non-caloric natural sweeteners like monk fruit, stevia, erythritol, xylitol. And based on my experience, I would say 95% of people have zero sugar response, zero insulin response with the non-caloric natural sweeteners, stevia, monk fruit, uh, erythritol, xylitol. On the flip side, I would say about 20 to 25% of people do respond to artificial sweeteners. So like sweet and low, equal, you know, things like that. Um, and this is just my experience with running hundreds of people through um, a CGM group. So CGM um, stands for Continuous Glucose Monitor. Carolyn just told me she she put one on a week ago, so that's exciting. Um, but basically what it does is it measures your blood sugar on a continuous basis. And, you know, based on the amount of people that I've taken through those groups, um, there is a small percentage of people that will drink a Diet Coke during their fast and their blood sugar will spike. Okay. And that means that there's going to be, you know, a rise in your blood sugar. There's going to be an insulin response. That means that fasting stops. Um, People will drink crystal light. And again, they'll have a blood sugar response. Um, But then again, I can drink a Diet Coke and my sugar doesn't respond at all. 
So it's very individual and it's really hard to say without wearing a CGM or actually testing your blood sugar if you are a responder or not. So kind of at the end of the day, if you don't have that technology to kind of help you figure that out, I would lean on products that have those um, all natural non-caloric sweeteners in them. And just to remind people what you're, when you're fasting, assuming you want to stay in your fasted state, you're trying to avoid that increase in glucose, I mean, in um, insulin, correct? Absolutely. Yes. Um, That's the whole goal is to keep your blood sugar and your insulin levels as low as possible. So I was taking notes and I think I missed this part. So I, I, I wrote down that you said 20 to 25% of people typically respond to artificial sweeteners, but was there a different percentage that you said uh, when you're talking about one of those like plant-based sweeteners, like a stevia? Less than five. Less than five. Okay. That was yeah, the part so I kind of, I like flipped it, you know, in yeah. terms of, yeah. So very rare. I mean, I, I, I think I've only come across maybe one client out of, you know, possibly 500 that saw some sort of response with kind of a a non-caloric natural sweetener. Got it. I have been watching this week because I like the Ultima electrolyte powder. And um, so now that I have my glucose monitor, and again, to connect the dots for people, you can't really measure your insulin level, but you measure, you watch to make sure your insulin level stays low by watching your blood sugar level. Because when you see that spike, then you can assume your insulin levels are spiking. But so I have been, now that I have my glucose monitor, I've been watching that and it's been really interesting. It has not caused um, a spike. Um, It just kind of stays right there. Yeah. Is Ultima the one that you gave me when we were traveling together in Chicago? Probably. It's really the only one I use. The one you buy off of Amazon? Mm-hmm. Okay. Yeah. All right. So I've tried so Ultima. There, and that's that's another good thing to, to maybe talk briefly about, the fact that um, something like Ultima, I call that a, a low-sodium electrolyte. So it only has about 50 milligrams of sodium in it. Yeah. So Ultima, Noon Tabs, I mean, those are the two brands that I think are most readily available um, I probably use four to six scoops of that a day. So all day, every day, I mean, really, because someone will always ask, can you get too many electrolytes? And and I think for like a low sodium product like, you know, Ultima, it would be really hard to do. Yeah. Versus a higher sodium electrolyte, which is what I consider the LMNT product, um, that's uh, Rob Wolf's product. Yes. Okay. I am obsessed. And then when I saw that you were taking it, I was like, oh, I'm doing the yes. right thing. Amanda does this too. <laughs> right. So that one has a thousand milligrams of sodium in it. Yeah. So that's one I'm not going to drink four to six times a day, right. you know, right. um, just because it has so much sodium in it. And, I, and again, like a whole nother podcast we should do on is the salt lie, you know, that yes. low sodium diets are good for us. I mean, we could definitely dive into that. Low sodium diets do more harm than high sodium diets. But, you know, again, it's all relative. I mean, you can assume that you're probably going to consume 3,000 to 4,000 milligrams of sodium potentially in your diet. So you don't want to be drinking another three to 4,000 milligrams. 
for most people, you know, again, if you're outside, if you're sweating, if you're, you know, doing crazy workouts and things like that, you may need six to 7,000 milligrams of sodium a day. So with the higher sodium electrolytes, I usually say one or two a day um, is what I would recommend in terms of serving size of those. Yeah. I will say I find, so I drink one a day. It has really, really helped me in terms of like maintaining my fast. Um, it's also helped me like kick up my workouts to be a little bit more intense. Um, even if I do it, whether I do a workout in a fasted state or in a, you know, after I've broken my fast, like later in the day, no matter what, it definitely helps. Wow. Whether that's placebo effect, I don't know. But um, I will say what it's I- It's not, it's not placebo. It's <laughs> Thank it's you. It's extremely <laughs> scientific. And, and you know, it all comes down to the salt. Yeah. You know, yeah. in terms of you have to have electrolytes in order to contract your muscles, you know? So electrolytes are going to help you work out better. Yeah. Um, you have to have enough sodium in order to manage your, your insulin and blood sugar levels. So- Again, that's kind of like another detrimental side effect of a low-sodium diet. It makes you crave more sugar. It makes you crave more, you know, salty foods. Uh, You know, we all have kind of this internal salt regulator. Like, our bodies are really good at telling us when we need more salt, and it's really good at, you know, getting rid of excess salt. Um, So when you crave salty foods, it that's something that you should listen to, you know, probably... You don't want to um, dive into a bag of chips, but it's really just a sign that your body is needing more electrolytes. Yeah, it is one of those nutrients that really we talk. I feel like as dietitians, we we talk a lot about like, oh, you know, if you're craving the cookie, your body doesn't really need the nutrients in the cookie. But when it comes to sodium, that is is definitely an exception. Yeah. Um, that if you're craving it. But what I was going to say is when I drink two a day. Um, I do notice that I am sometimes thirstier because I, I, I am a salt lover. Like I know I get enough, I get a fair amount in my diet too. Um, and so for me, I like really have to sweat it out either like out in the garden working or working out to really like have two and not feel pretty parched. Yeah. Uh, me, well, for me, I find that, you know, if I have, I, I was in Charleston last summer um, and it was the weekend when the heat index was like, you know, over 120. And I was just like, oh my gosh, I'm sweating so much. I need, I need all this, you know, sodium and, and electrolytes. And I think I crushed like three one day. And I mean, I swelled up like a big balloon, you know, it was just kind of like too much salt too quickly you know, um, at one time. And so, you know, there's definitely those kind of side effects of, you know, throwing a bunch of sodium in there all at once. Yeah. So run us through what you put in your electrolyte water, because, uh, from what I've seen on Instagram, it looks like it's more than just, um, you know, I call it my supercharged water. Yeah. So, so tell us what you put in there. Cause I feel like that is something that listeners would want to hear. And now that you've given us all the great science, it's probably a great place to, to wrap up. Yeah. So I drink this kind of water concoction once a day. And, you know, like I was talking about on my stories, I traveled for about five days and I didn't pack all my stuff. I just thought I could kind of wing it. And I really felt the difference. And, and I just believe, I mean, 
trust me, you do not have to make this elaborate concoction to get the benefits of electrolytes. I think simply adding a couple of scoops of Ultima, one or two LMNTs a day is such a great start. And I think you'll see the benefits. Um, but in my supercharged water, um, I start with a magnesium supplement. It's called Remag. Um, and I'll send you all the links. So if your listeners want to, you know, purchase yeah. all of this stuff. Um, I am, we could also do a whole nother podcast on magnesium because it is my favorite mineral. Um, it is the mineral that most people are significantly deficient in. And when you talk about return on investment with regards to supplements, magnesium is at the top of the list. When you actually optimize your magnesium levels, you literally levitate. You feel so much better. Um, so this product is just a, a great, um, magnesium supplement it doesn't have it doesn't carry a lot of the harsh side effects of taking high levels of magnesium mm -hmm. um, which can cause like diarrhea and upset stomach so I do one dose of that a day I also do their product called Remite um, which is just a bunch of other supplemental minerals you know um, boron is really important for magnesium um, absorption um, we talked about calcium so um, this kind of mineral, um, concoction just kind of loads up on those extra minerals that will improve my magnesium absorption and just, you know, minerals that are lacking kind of in the soil from our food. Then I add um, one packet of the LMNT, the citrus, I use the uh, citrus salt, um, and one scoop of the Ultima um, passion fruit, the dragon um, passion fruit. And really that is a combination of getting more electrolytes, like I said, this is like supercharged water, um, but it also um, helps to hide the flavor of the Remag and the Remite, which oh. is, you can imagine, pretty concentrated. Um, so I found, usually if I just do the Remag, Remite by itself, I dump it in four ounces of water and I chug it back because it's just not very palatable. Um, but I find when I put the LMNT and the passion fruit, it tastes really good. Like I can drink on it all day. Yeah. Um, and then the last thing I put in is creatine. You know, creatine is one of the most um, studied and analyzed supplements um, there ever has been. Um, and it has so many more functions than just optimizing your muscle mass. Um, it is extremely beneficial for your brain health. So creatine is not just a supplement for you know, uh, a, a muscle head or meat head, someone yeah, who loves yeah, to be in the gym. It is a supplement for absolutely every single person um, in terms of, you know, again, retaining muscle mass should be mm -hmm. everyone's number one goal with regards to their metabolism. And it's helpful for that. And then <laughs> retaining a healthy brain should be your second goal. So, so yeah, that's what my kind of supercharged water has in it. Five, five grams of creatine a day. And where, what brand of creatine do you like to use? Um, I use, it, I think it's called bulk supplements. It's just a powdered, um, yeah. unflavored creatine. Um, yeah, so. Nice. And we usually associate creatine with protein, but this doesn't cause any kind of insulin response or anything. No, okay. it doesn't. Wow. Oh, I'm excited. To, we're going to, have to try this. Yeah. Oh, and but how much water? How oh, big yeah. is your water oh, bottle? Oh, yeah. About 22 to 25 ounces okay. of water. Okay. Yeah. Cool. So that's pretty good. Um, and you can do more, you know. Um, yeah. I probably wouldn't do less. Uh, I mean, I feel like an LMNT needs at least, you know, 20 
to 25 ounces of water itself. So, yeah. Um, so yeah. I love that. I know. So you have links that we can include in the show notes so that if Absolutely. folks want to buy it through you, they can, they can get a deal. Yeah, definitely. I'll include the coupon codes and such. Um, so yeah, give it a try. Awesome. Excellent. Well, this Yay. has been so, so great. Um, really answered all our questions I know. I think, that we've had. Everything. And one thing actually we should just add is that um, we were talking right before we started recording about how there isn't a ton of research yet on the intersection between electrolytes and intermittent fasting. But physiologically and like biochemistry wise, it's really, really important, which you already explained to us. But it is kind of that area where I felt like coming into this um, interview with you where I was like, I've been so frustrated that I couldn't find like some published study. And I love how you explained just like the, the biochemistry and the physiology of it to be like, oh, yes, okay, I got it now. It's like sometimes we don't need science. We just need common sense. <laughs> yes, yes, exactly. Yeah. exactly. But all, and also fasting, you know, I mean, really fasting just came about as a popular thing in um, 2016 when the Nobel Peace Prize was won for the discovery of autophagy. You know, prior to that, fasting was seen as something very bad, like yes. not good for your health, not good for your metabolism. Um, so there hasn't been just a ton of, of uh, you know, quality research done on fasting itself um, to really see kind of the, the impact that it could have until um, the last five or six years. So I think there's going to be a lot more to come, especially since electrolytes have gained such popularity yes. in just the last couple of years. I mean, yeah. Well, fingers crossed we get to see more stuff. CBD, yeah. Exactly, yeah. exactly. Well, thank you so much for joining us and explaining this. I love it. It's so awesome to be here with you ladies. Thank you so much for having me. Thank you. Thank you so much for joining us for the Happy Eating Podcast. I'm Briarly Horton. And I'm Carolyn Williams. If you liked this week's episode, then don't forget to rate and leave us a review on iTunes. And be sure to hit the subscribe button so you'll never miss a new episode. We can't wait to have you back at our table next week for a brand new episode. Bye. The contents discussed in the Happy Eating Podcast, such as advice, studies, text, graphics, images, and other material discussed or presented on the site or podcast are for informational purposes only. Content is not intended to be a substitute for medical advice, diagnosis, or treatment. Always seek the advice of your mental health professional or other qualified health providers with any questions you may have regarding your condition. Never disregard professional advice or delay in seeking it because of something you have heard on the Happy Eating Podcast. If you are in crisis or think you may have an emergency, call your doctor or 911 immediately. If you're having suicidal thoughts, call 1-800-273-TALK, that's 8255, to talk to a skilled, trained counselor at the National Suicide Prevention Lifeline. If you are located outside the United States, call your local emergency line immediately.